Blog Talk Radio. talking about 
something that is almost something that is almost hard to really not only achieve in our community but to defy because you're talking about a people who have been taught to hate everything that is remotely related to their culture, their African culture, to their identity, to anything that would give them a sense of self-worth. We've been taught to hate that. So when we talk about black love, is this something that really is achievable? Or like the sister had said on our Tuesday show, is this just some bullshit that people are espousing to be or people are using to be able to take advantage of other human beings, of other people? I, for one, am a firm believer in black love. I have seen black love work. I have seen what happens when people participate in black love. I know for those of you that listen to our Tuesday program when, uh, you know, my nephew, who is my chairman and representative behind Enemy Lines, gave a fine example of what black love is. Here you have all of these brothers from various backgrounds, from different understandings, whether they're street tribe understandings, what are more commonly referred to and known as gangs, um, religious orientations, man, social, cultural uh, different the different social and cultural backgrounds that these people belong to, that these brothers belong to behind enemy lines, and they put them all in one spot. And you would think that there would be some spontaneous combustion happening, just an explosion. And, yeah, you have the little frictions when the brothers meet one another or when they get into the, you know, when they have their misunderstanding. But for the most part, to have that many men piled on top of one another day in and day out, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for years, and there not be an explosion in their ears or a bigger misunderstanding than it is, is an example of black love. It's an example of black love. Black love is not just, you know, I love you or I have some affections for you or I accept you because you agree with everything I say, black love has a very considerable amount of tolerance, black tolerance. Come on, talk to me. We have to define what black love is and the ingredients that go into making of black love. Because we, as you will always hear me say, suffer from neocolonialism. What does that mean? Because I told you this is Thursday to form. Black Independence Talk Radio, People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination Radio. So Thursdays is our day to rap. When I'm always saying that we suffer from this neo-colonialist mentality, and, um, and, and what does that mean? What exactly does that mean, Chairman? You're always saying neo-colonialist mentality. It means we think like the people who pressed us. And in the most part, in this government here, in this land of America, North America, which was founded on white supremacy, the genocide of Native American people, the expropriation of their land, the taking of their land. You know what I'm saying? We know that these people practiced the first germ warfare of giving them blankets with smallpox, of taking the land, wiping out a whole thing about, listen, they came over here and this land was populated full of people, and now there is a dwindling ethnicity, the Native American, whom we were taught when I was coming to school was taught was called the Indians. But the Native American are dwindling ethnicity in their own place of origin. 
And not only if, if that wasn't enough, then we're talking about um, the coming in and the enslaving of another group of human beings from a different ethnicity brought over here to work for free, to toil, subjugated to the most inhumane treatment through inhuman history. There has never been, I hear what people say, oh, people have been made slaves before, but there has never been a slave experience as suffered by the African here in America throughout history. I defy anybody to look it up and tell there has never been a people in that have been suffered the treatment and endured the treatment during their slave period as the African here in America. Not only was he physically or she physically bondaged and shackled, but their culture was literally, literally beaten out of them. We can talk about the Jewish Holocaust. We can talk about even if you are the people who believe that the Jews or the Pharaoh enslaved the Jews and white people were enslaved. All through these enslavement, bondage experiences, they came out of the other side with their culture and a sense of identity. Most of us can't say a sentence in any African language, let alone trace or pinpoint the point of Africa because Africa is not a country. It is a continent, the point of Africa that we come from. So is there any wonder? that we have so much trouble expressing a black love or defying what love is. Our standards of love have been manipulated, have been, uh, we've been misdirected. What we call love has been influenced by our oppressor. Uh, what we call love has been influenced by our oppressor, whether it's on the beneficial or detrimental. It has been influenced by oppression. I see we have someone on the phone line. Let me go to my phone lines early in the game. Area code 619-0614. Your mic is open. Six one nine zero six one four. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to put you back on mute, brother or sister. Should you want to jump back in, you know, Rehit it again, and we'll let you. We'll let you in. I believe this is my chairman behind enemy lines, nephew. Nephew, what's good? Power to the people. All power to oppressed people, man. What's going on? Well, you know, the first thing you know when we uh, when we talk about you know black love or the black standard of anything, we gotta just realize that the television is fake. The TV, fake. the TV is fake. It's all propaganda. It's, it's mixed up with poison. Mm-hmm. Okay, the TV is fake. Mm-hmm. Even reality TV, they want you to think that's real. The TV yeah. is fake, and the things that are real on TV are not for TV. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. the first thing we got to realize is the TV is fake. You can't keep mm-hmm. up with a box. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's propaganda, and we gotta, we gotta, you know, uh, 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 what's the? You gotta go within on what you already know. You gotta go with your instincts. We born with instincts. That's right. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Your gut don't speak yeah. wrong. That's what they say. It just don't speak English. Mm-hmm. See what That's I'm saying? Right. Well, you so know, we gotta go for what we know is right. That's right. 
Well, you know, one of the things we talked about, nephew, on Tuesday show when we was talking about, I was talking about the three institutions that they use to um, counter a counterinsurgency or counterrevolution is the church, the schools, and the media, the television. And this goes into our black love, man. When we go to start using the television as our moral standards, what we deem to be normal, we are going to be unnormal people. Like you said, all of that is fake. All of that sets the TV sets the standards of beauty, light skin, straight hair, light eyes. You got that good hair, got that good eyes. With the standard of success, big money, balling. You know, mm-hmm. we allow the television <laughs> to set the normalcy in our community. And half of our community, over half of our community, doesn't live that way, nor do they look that way, nor do they eat that way or interact mm-hmm. that way. You know, but we allow that to be the norm. And that has been a big detriment. I think that, you know, one of the things if we, because TVs are are reality in our community. So one of the things that I try to encourage, you know, I got my minister of information, Brother Black Sun. I used to have that show on YouTube. We used to do the arena. But one of the reasons I, I, I love messing with him and dealing with him is because I encourage every black person that's in that type of videography photography or anything that has to do with media media begin to control our image you know until you love yourself what you look like your culture and your identity you can't love yourself and we can't allow our enemy to portray us because they will always create negative stereotypes and we hate our goddamn selves mm-hmm. let's keep it 21 we hate our goddamn selves so how are we going to love somebody else let alone I'm I'm uh, mates and spouses. Right, right. You know, and it it it, it goes it goes back real deep. It goes back real uh-huh. deep. You know, I I've been doing some uh, you know, some research on the serpent, on the snake. Mm-hmm. You know what on I'm saying? Snake? On the snake. Okay. Talk okay. The, the snake has a negative image. Mm-hmm. The snake got a negative image. You know what I'm saying? This is an image that's yeah. been put on us forever. We can go all the way back to the Bible. But for some reason, mm-hmm. science knows the snake is not evil because it got a staff mm-hmm. and two snakes. Science knows. Medical, they know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not to say they've been trusted. They can be trusted. But they know better than that. You know what I'm saying? And there's one more thing that they want us to hate. It's one more thing that they want us to hate, just as bad as they What's say. That? The woman. Yeah. Yes, believe that. The woman. Believe that. And it's working. And it's working. The woman. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We can go all the way back to, to, to biblical. You know what I'm saying? We can go all the way back to that. I don't know the reason why. I haven't got. I, I haven't discovered it yet. But for some reason, they want us to hate the serpent. And the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, when we look at serpent, and from an African understanding, the serpent represented wisdom. Like you have made exactly. reference to the uh, uh, medical staff with the two serpents intertwined. When you look at the pharaohs on their dinos, those hats they used to wear, those are serpents. Serpents represented wisdom. Serpents represented mm-hmm. was a semblance of new life because the serpent used to shed its skin, so that was symbolic to them of new life, of replenishment, of resurrection, you know, changing, growing, 
And so anything that, like I said, anything that has to do with our identity and culture, see, they know if there's certain emblems that they empower, there's things in our DNA as black people that that will awaken. You know, you will start to awaken. If you mm-hmm. see empowering images of African people within your DNA, it will start to awaken mm-hmm. that. And you will start to look at your behavior. And our behavior, when I say yours, I'm talking about us as a people. We'll start to look at the behavior that we're practicing right now as abnormal, that this is not a normal behavior. And then as far as going for our women, when we study African history, when we study the very beginning of civilizations, civilization started out, started out matrifocal, which meant that women were the center of societies. I was reading a book. It was talking about the beginning of civilizations, and it was saying how men were hunter, where, where society started out as hunter-gatherers. Some people hunted, some people gathered. But men were the hunters. But the gathering was 85% of the food source, and women were the gatherers. Women were the first doctors because they got the herbs. He said that they created language because they had to begin to communicate the different herbs and knowing the properties of the herbs, the medical and the spiritual properties of specific herbs. So they began the whole socialization process. And due to them doing that and the children being with the women up to three, four, five years, they began to teach the children. Women are the first teachers of humanity, of the civilization, of your communities. So they know if we hate our women, that creates a very big divide. And then not to mention, and nobody can prove different to me, that that white man hates his woman. That Mm -hmm. white man hates the woman. And we've started Mm -hmm. to emulate that. You know, we have really started to emulate that behavior. So to really start to have black love in our community is going to be a challenge. You know? You dig? It's going to be a real oh, job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, it's now, you, I'm keep, you know, I'm going to keep your mic open. You know, I'm going to keep your okay, mic I'm open. Okay, I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute. But um, let's go to our phone lines again. Let's go. 770-1347. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, yeah. All right. Brother Peach. Peach. Um, my name is Javante Price. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, in the um, Atlanta Third Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. And um, this is actually my first time tuning in. And, and I guess, you know, over all the topics I'm hearing discussed, I think the only most important thing that I, I feel like, you know, the urge to speak on is the whole black. The whole black um, movement, the whole black movement, as far as that being our our primary primary way of find ourselves. Um, I'm gonna just come out and say it. It's like you know, we you said you said we were the uh, black woman was the mother of civilization, and all humanity, and, and I agree on that. And where where I'm gonna say, you know, we just leave it at that. We, we tend to not research, and it's kind of what the Caucasians use against us. They know we're, we're not, you know, we're not. You coming in and out, brother? Less the black woman is the civilization. More specifically, Moabite, Moabite was the mother of all humanity, from which all hues and came from. And, right. and, 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 and more and her descendants were the Moors. 
Morocco. The Morocco is the descendants of the Moabs. Okay, now we are descendants of the of, of the Morocco, the Moors, which meant to navigate. And 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 that's that in our and in our ancestors. If you go back in slavery, if you go back any time, anywhere past the point of slavery, you will hear more of this. It'll just be you'll hear more. Now they understood that we inherited our land, land, our birthrights, everything from the Moors, from our Moors forefathers. So in order to steal our land, they had to get to take ourselves sustainability. And they did that by Negro, black, colored, African American as a title for us to call ourselves anything other than um what you know our national name that puts us under the descendant of original people of this land. Am I are you still with me? I'm with you. You there, brother? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, so as long as we identify ourselves as black, then, then problems will never uh, talk to you. Because if you look up the word black in the dictionary, it's it's or pale. But if you look up blacker, blackamore, with the means any any dark skinned person. And if you look up definition of American, any of the various native copper colored or copper colored natives found in America by the Europeans in 1492. So we are Americans. We are not African Americans. We are just Americans, Moorish Americans to be specific. So we were already here. We were not brought here from slave ships off Africa. It's a six-month trip to take Africa to over here by sea. Six months. And all the all the indigenous, you know, all the Moors over here. I'm listening. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. So if all the Africans over here in America or melanated people over here in America or whatever um, switch their switch their identity to more on their or whatever then I you think our problems will be allevi- alleviated it is I think it, for us to have to get to that point we will first have to study and knowledge is the key I think knowledge is the key to our answers knowledge because um if once you study you will find out that at birth they take our birth certificate, and they got our names in our capital. They copy the birth certificate, put our names in our capital, and they make us a corporation. Mm-hmm. United States of America is a corporation, like, like, like Waffle House, like, like, like Walmart is United States of America corporation. They are of America. We are the real Americans. The Europeans came over here and set up in a treaty. They set up a document for them to become a corporation over here. So we are the true Americans of this land, of Morocco. This is Morocco. This is North America. And before it was America, it was it was a Mexum. The AMD Mexum, and they took the ICA from Africa, and they put it together to make America. Before it was either a Mexum or North Africa, it was Al Morocco. And the Al was the Al ascendants, and Morocco short for Morocco, the descent Morocco. Morocco, and this is still Morocco. Mm-hmm. We have research, we will see that all of the continents were affected. And under one I government, and mm-hmm. it's so much. It all ties together. It's all connected. But, I'm, but specifically black, with the Emancipation Proclamation, 
and 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 to it to it. It only means to from my it's like I live my whole, but not from my control. So we're free, but we're still under you know voluntary slavery. And it's the black. It's because okay. but I'm but um I'm gonna drive it home. I'm gonna drive it home. Okay, when all the lands were connected and there were nothing but Moors, or I would say the Moors is just a title. We were calling ourselves, we were many names before the Moors. We introduced the way before that, the Canaanites and, you know, the old, you know, the old Max, you know, Cushites, Hamites. But the more specific Moors are the, are the, the and this is something I, I urge everyone to look at the Zodiac Constitution, the Zodiac Constitution. The Moors had the, the science from which all, all constitutions and all other you know, derived from. So when we had our republic form of government under Moore's rule, Europeans came and set up a document, and they set up a treaty, but they had a secret treaty of Verona, and that secret treaty, they put Abraham Lincoln in charge of the treasury, and he found out what they were trying to do. And then he over he, he bankrupted them. And as revenge, he had Abraham Lincoln assassinated, and he put the debt that he accumulated onto Moore's as Negroes or black. So yet when we, when we claim that we put ourselves into the more uh, the, back into the, uh, honoring our mothers and fathers, back into the fold of the original people of the planet, then we will fall back into the government and constitutional rights. Because as of now, black doesn't have any rights. We the people have nationality. Morris nationality, Morris is a flag and it's a nation and it's part of the United Nations. United Nations says if your people were here prior to the colonialism or the establishment of the United States, then you are indigenous and that and you have protections and you have laws and protections that protect you. But as black, black is a color. It can never it can only describe you. It can never identify you. So they let us have the bias matter, the black power, black panthers. They let us be, but once you look at black panthers. They lost and they stood on their square. They 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 practice their rights. But one thing that the one thing that I will say that we all have to do is to, is is to just we have to come out of this color system, this racial code, because it was created by the Europeans. They operate off a of color of law: black male, white male, black, white, Hispanic, Latino. Um, all of these are all of these. Are they? They are descriptions. They're actually tools. They tools created by the Caucasian. Right. But we all have to focus Man. birthright. The, the, the main thing is birthright. Nestle and birthright. It doesn't. I mean, it's so much stuff to focus on. But it, but just to start, I would say birthright and nationality. We have to come together. How we come together as a people? Unity. We have a constitution. That the, that the the United States Constitution came from the Zodiac Constitution. The twelve jurymen of the fifth of the of the, of the Union State, the nine judges of the Supreme Court, come from the twelve the Zodiac sign, and the nine the numbers zero through nine the geometry of more. So, in conclusion, uh, it's, it's, it's the birthday, it's the corporation, the corporate fiction right now. We're not we're persons, and these are legal legal definitions, legal terms. 
different forms of English, and it's slang, it's common, and you have court English. And what we have to start doing is teaching ourselves. We have to educate ourselves because they will not teach us what you use on you know, They won't teach us the Constitution. They won't teach us how to pay taxes and how to, you know, be of the economy in school because we, we are a battery that powers the economy. I'm out of school. Yes, sir. Very interesting. I'm going to put you on mute, brother, and then you come back in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, let me see. Say it one more time, brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of Linux. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going I'm I'm to put you on mute. I'm going to jump back on the clock, but I will be Okay, sounds good, sounds good. And we appreciate that, you know, contribution in the spirit of black love. And listen, in the spirit of black love, I say to my Moorish brothers and sisters, appreciate the enthusiasm and the um, discipline of study that the Moors have for the laws. Now, like I said on the show, welcome to opinions and everything, but I have to have a response. Man, if you think you can go to these criminals with laws and think that if every nigger in this damn country puts more as their identification, then that's going to free us, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't see it. Eric Garner was choked out. He was screaming he couldn't breathe, let alone be able to quote some motherfucking laws. You know what I'm saying? Tad, um, Trayvon Martin with a hoodie on, Skittles in Arizona. I don't think he didn't see a more Muslim, a Jew, a Christian. He saw a young Black male, um, what's the brother in St. Louis? Hands up, don't shoot. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I've forgotten the brother's name. That's how often and frequent they kill us that we end up forgetting their names. You know what I'm saying? Murder. It's not to me. It isn't about race. I don't care what you call yourself to these crackers or anything like that. You're dealing with a criminal element, a society, a government that was founded on criminality. The bottom line. Until we have some black love and some black unity, Morris love, Morris Muslim love, whatever we call in ourselves. I'm not going to get into semantics. I don't think calling ourselves a name is going to free us. It takes some real action. I appreciate the study. I appreciate um, everything everybody puts into it, but I just think that that's more utopic escape. Not to not, not to knock one of our great leaders in the black struggle, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he said the same thing about black Muslims. If everybody joins the nation of Islam, if every black man and woman becomes a black Muslim, we'll be free. It taught a lot of discipline. It did a lot for people, cleaned them up, got them off of certain drugs and stuff like that, but it didn't. How far does it really go? And I think that that's the question that I ask myself. When you talk about black love, black love is an action. Black love isn't about how much we can recite, how much we know, how many laws we can quote, how far in history we can go black back. Black love is an action. The conditions we live in are very real conditions. The probability of us being murdered and maimed for no other reason that we have melanin in our skin, that we are, and that we don't like to use the word black, black, melanated, whatever, is very real. And I think that this is what we have to, for me, calling myself a black man, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying I think that using the word black really is a testament to the crime that was committed against us as a people. The fact that we can't go back and say, hey, I'm a Mandinkin, 
I'm an Ashante, I'm a Zulu, I'm this specifically, is the crime, is a testament to the crime perpetrated and committed against African people. You know, I'm not one, I don't think that everybody's going to believe the whole Moorish concept. I don't think that I'm a Moor. I don't think I came from Morocco. I don't think that studying their laws is going to free me. Getting in their courtroom or citing a bunch of shit is going to free me, especially when we're saying that this whole system is an illegal system founded on illegalities and criminality. I just don't believe that that's going to free us. I think that if that really would have freed us or started to gear towards the way of freeing us, I think that we have been there. I do think that the Moors have some insight, and that is a good movement towards the movement for liberation of melanated people. Since you are more, I won't say black people, <laughs> dear brother, <laughs> you know. But I think that that's a good move towards the um, um, liberation of melanated people. But I don't think that that's the sum all and be all. And I can't be apologetic. I can't say I'm sorry for that. I can't be apologetic for that. You know, like I said, my father's a Moor. He's an L. Um, and, you know, sometimes he spits it and this and that. And all of that's cool. It sounds good. I just don't see it being very practical. I'm looking for a revolutionary culture, a culture that promotes and empowers. And I'm going to say black because I refer myself at times to a black man. I'm African, but I'll say black to share in that, to have that common sense of unity um, for my black people here in America. But I don't think that that is going to be enough to free us from the condition that we're in right now without any real practical, applicable steps. That's the bottom line. I think, in my, in my opinion, of course, and it's just my opinion, I think that that is just more doctrination of self-hate towards our African self. We want to be everything but African. We want to be more. We want to be Hebrew Israelite. We want to be Arab Muslim. We want to be half Indian. I got some Cherokee in my blood. I got some Apache in me. We want to be everything but the black American, which is one of the baddest forms of human species on the planet Earth. There has been no other people that have survived the atrocities that we have survived. And why did we survive it? Out of black love. Out of a love for freedom, black love for freedom. Black love for liberation, black love for equality, black love for the human for humanity, black love for the planet. Our love has kept us going. Now sometimes our love can get us in a lot of trouble because we love so hard we'll begin to love our oppressor. Why do you think even in the Christian doctrine they'll tell us God is love? They know the black man loves. He'll tell you God is love and hate your very guts. He has institutions of hate that are motivated and fueled by Christianity. The Ku Klux Klan will burn crosses in your damn yard and turn around and tell you God is love, agape, agape, unconditional love. And they know that that is innate in the black man and the black woman to love. And so we adapt to that. We grasp that concept and we begin to live that and enact that in our everyday life, even to the point where we will say we love our enemies and we pray for our enemies, but we're the only people that do that. Mm-hmm. We're the only people mm-hmm. that do that. You know what I'm saying? Am I right, nephew? Oh, they oh they teach us forgiveness, but they come oh. they come with an iron fist. Yeah, yeah. They teach you forgiveness and love all day. And as far as that sovereignty and having a nation, I mean, I can quote examples of people at nation. Look at Muammar Gaddafi. He had Libya. He had a whole nation with an army. Look what they done to him. Look at Saddam Hussein, who ran Iraq. 
He had a whole nation, an army. Look what they did to him. Look at Idi Amin, who was the president of a nation. Look what they did to him. So we can get a flag. We can claim to be a nation. But if you don't have resources and power and unity to back the claim of that nation, man, you just talk. Shit, every nation yeah. got a flag. The Moors got a flag. The black nationalists got a flag. The black power yeah. movement got a flag. The black Panthers got a flag. Shit, and a flag ain't nothing but a piece of cloth with an image on it. But the if pirates had a flag. Power, Huh? I said pirates had a flag. Yeah, I said pirates had a flag. <laughs> right. <laughs> pirates got a flag. Shit. A flag ain't nothing to get. Claiming a nation, yeah. claim to have a nation. Vice lords claim to have a nation. Disciples claim to have a nation. It's nothing to have a claim. But if there's no resources and powers backing that claim, it's only just a bunch of rhetoric. Black love is really the only is really the only force that can motivate us and galvanize us to move into uh, a, a conscious awareness of a liberation struggle. It won't even, black love in itself is not enough to liberate us, but it is a force. It can become a driving force to make us yearn for liberation. Black love is when you see um, black people being mistreated, people of African descent, throughout the world being mistreated and you feel some type of way. See, when we start Absolutely. to divide ourselves into these groups and start to have these semantics, these names, the Moors, the Muslims, the Jews, the, the Hebrew Israelites, the Christians, the Crips, the Bloods, all these names, they really don't contribute to the black love because they really will become the cause of our division. And this is how you know, because we will hear these groups say what we need to do. All of these groups teach a certain form of superiority. They tell us, we, they'll tell us what we need to do. If we do this, then this will happen. Man, come on, man. Come on. We've tried all of that. And the, the point of separating into these organizations and these organizations not coming together as a collective have been our downfall. If Elijah Muhammad could have worked with the Christians, if the Christians could work with the Muslims and the Muslims work with the black Hebrews, all uniting on the same, um, the, the commonality or the same, understanding of oppression and suffrage suffrage for melanated people, then we can begin to shake some things. But I don't think because you can quote some Quran or quote some laws or quote some biblical scriptures that all of a sudden we're going to be free. I'm seeing the murder of too many people from Muslims, Christians, Hebrews in the streets by these Caucasians who have various organizations, but they all agree on one thing, the supremacy of European people. And that supremacy... Yeah, yeah of European people being masqueraded under the United States laws, constitutions, and way of life. And you, and, and you know it what, um, it, 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 yeah. it's, not just the, it's not just the Euro, because the Chinese, yeah. they feel the same way. They feel like they're sacred. You know what I'm saying? The Spanish, yeah. they, feel that they feel the same way about their people. They feel yeah. the same way about their yeah. people. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. They feel the and exact same That's way. Something wrong. There's nothing wrong with a people having love for their people. There's nothing wrong with nationalism. There's nothing wrong with people saying, hey, I belong to this set of people. I want to see the welfare. I want to see the advancement. I want to see these people evolve. I want to see these people successful and prosperous. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't get mad at the Latino people for feeling that way. I don't get mad at the Chinese people for feeling that way. I'm disappointed with us as a people because we won't come together. We're so scared to practice black love, but we're so scared to identify with ourselves that we will run to every other thing. 
we will find everything to identify ourselves with except our African ancestry or being called black or being associated with anything that's here. You know, like I said, I'm not knocking the Moors, but even to the extent that they divorced themselves from the slave trade. That's how far we will go to separate ourselves from our blackness. We were here before slaves. Ain't no slaves. I've heard people even outright now denying the slave trade. This is how far the hatred of our African ancestry goes. And to me personally, I think it's a travesty and an insult to our ancestors who had to live through that ordeal. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having to have to live through something? Where's the black love? Can you imagine having to go through the worst atrocities in human history, in, in, in the history of civilization across the globe, and then later on your descendants denying that you ever experienced that, that that didn't happen? Hmm. There was no such thing as the slave trade. That is, man, I mean, that is really sad. I'm sure we got ancestors turning over in their grave behind that. But there again is deep how deep the psych the, the the psychology of white supremacy goes in black people. That's what I'm always saying that it isn't now just black people uh, white people practicing black supremacy. It's the conditioning is so thorough that you find it other ethnicities practicing white supremacy, and a lot of the people leading the charge in that are people of African descent, black people. Because we don't want to be black. See, when you can mm-hmm. divorce yourself from being black, you can divorce yourself from the sentiment and the emotion attached to being black. This is what black love is about. That's what I put up there today. How can we have black love when we don't even love ourselves? So I love the brother. I love the more science temple uh, of America. And I disagree with the brother about me being American. I disagree with the brother about me being you know, African, but if this is what some Panther parties are pushing, more power to you. I will never push that our people are a part of this, will be accepted as a citizen or that we're citizens of this nation. We're dinners. We are not accepted in this nation. So if your party's pushing that, you know, more power to you. I just don't agree. And I don't see how that's going to be beneficial for liberating African people. And like the person who texted me, boom, nigga. You what do you I mean what you know how do you feel about all of that? Well, you know, I mean, one of the main things that that that, that, that I mean, you know, about black love, you know, I got so much black love. What I see black people going through, it makes me angry. Yeah, it makes me angry. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a situation that's been going on behind the wall these last two days. Okay, we got we got a CEO. A black man, okay, and what he do instead of passing the mail out, he sit his fat ass back there and cuts the TVs off and turns all the lights on. <laughs> and in turn, the inmates—I got to call them inmates—these niggas they come back here and get the yelling at us and doing that. And I told them, y'all stop that shit now about this TV. That's his job. Don't come in here yelling about no damn mail. Because that's his job. Make him do it. That's my point of view. They don't feel like that because they're trying to watch TV. So they don't feel like that. So I told them, I will put a stop to the TV. They won't work in the morning. I'll put water in all of them, and we'll make this nigga pass the mail out. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you know it, it makes me so angry. You know, it don't, it's not, not two days go by, not two days go by that somebody got to pull up to me and be like, oh, just don't let them slide. Give them a pass, man. Because, man, I'm telling you, man, the way that they treat people, and that's okay. You want to treat people nasty, that's okay. But for us to accept it and go on about our business, that's that's what angers me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't be mad at the enemy for what it is that they do and what drives them. But your reaction and how you respond to it, you know what I'm saying, what you accept, you know what I'm saying? Young people, you know, including me, you know, we got a saying, it's called, you got me fucked up. Okay? That's what, you you know what I'm saying? They got us fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And it's like, yeah. we got to stop going for so much. You know what I'm saying? For the people that's listening, you already know this about me. I was shot by the police. Didn't They, they didn't mm-hmm. even announce themselves or anything. You know what right. I'm saying? You know. Hey, so it's like, so yeah, I'm feeling some kind of way about that. Right. Let me nah, ask you this, it was a bleed yeah. out. It's called a bleed out process. Right, bleed. They let you. But let me ask you this: They didn't give you time to um, state your nationality or your legal rights or nothing before they shot you. They just shot you. Absolutely not. I was I was shot as <laughs> as a Negro. I was <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you you know what I'm saying? I could have been I could have right. been a Mexican. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. Yeah. He, yeah. he didn't care. Yeah. He didn't wait to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Do you speak? Swahili, where did your blood hail from? Where you hail from? Who you belong to? There was none of that yeah. going on. What's your religion? What language do you speak? None of that happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was yeah. a young male of color, and I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to shoot him because I might get away with it. Yeah. I might get away yeah. with it. And, 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 you know, I was shot three times. The man was chasing yeah. me with the gun. I'm like, this can't be the police. But that's how they behave. Yeah. That's how they behave. Yeah, he was going he was gonna kill him a nigga. He was gonna yeah. kill him a nigga. It was just by the grace of the creator that you survived them three shots. And then, you know, yeah. let let you bleed out before they called the ambulance. They and I'm gonna tell to you I'm gonna tell you. I I had and when yeah. the other police got there, I had to let them know I was shot because the first thing they did was try to put their foot in my ass. Okay? Yeah. If I if, if I'm lying yeah. I'd disappear right now and never been. Okay? Yeah. This is how they behave. Okay? And the only way the stipulations mm-hmm. of my bond was to get gone. Oh, well, yeah, we'll let you bond out, but you'll indefinitely be banded from Atlanta city limits. Well, well, where do you want me to go? Well, you're you going you gonna to shun me so I can't spread the word. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah. game. This is what's going on. This is the battlefield. It don't matter how much education that you get. No matter how old that you get, once you out of the danger zone, it's your children who walk the street. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you you never you never outgrow the cause. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You never outgrow Absolutely. it. And and I think one of the amazing things, and I see you holding, um, listening. We're gonna go to the phone line. I think one of the amazing things to let you know that they weren't finished with the job is how they let you go. They said they let you go on the accident, then send the whole damn SWAT team. Yeah, yeah, and charge me, and charge me, and charge, charge me for escape. Y'all let me go. Let you go. Yeah, where were the They let me go. Yeah, let you go. That's what I tell you, man. Listen, we're dealing with a real enemy who has real tactics. 
And if we still keep buying into these utopia understandings and these idealistic um, yearnings and and desires, man, we won't accomplish or get anywhere. Uh, Chairman, keep your mic open, man. I'm going to go to my phone line. 619-4, what is that? 619-0614. Your mic is open. How you doing, Chairman? I'm Chairman. Can you hear me? Well. I can hear you. Good. Pretty good. Thank you. Power to the people. Power to the people. You heard what was going on. What's your take? What's your take on this on you know, if we, you know, stop calling ourselves black, if we start adhering to the laws that we, you know, we will gain some sense of uh, freedom and measure of freedom? Well, it doesn't make any difference if you're a cow or a chicken or a goat. It doesn't make any difference. The laws are the laws, no matter who you are. Yeah, we always got to follow the law. But the law is supposed to be designed for... For everybody, so if it's a level playing field, it doesn't really make any difference what the law is. The problem is is that it's not a level playing field, so the law is designed to indoctrinate others, to free others, and to uh, control others. The laws that are in place for the African American or the black man in America were designed for the purpose of making sure the house remained divided. And, of course, you know, as you know, Chairman, uh, the indoctrination uh, was the separation of uh, the child from his parents and uh, uh, the husband from his wife and, and the men from the women. Anybody that chose to break those laws were severely beaten, killed, or tar and feathered. So when you put that fear in there, it destroys any natural, real relationship that you want to have because you got that fear there, and uh, it's in it's in your bones, you know. You know the the honorable mention earlier was about you know how do we relate all those horrendous past experiences to uh, all Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Power to all oppressed people throughout the world. It comes an inside job. You know, love the inside job. You know, you got to love yourself before you can love somebody else. And the way you love yourself is is to your own self be true. You do the things that is naturally the right thing to do, no matter what, no matter whether it's in the daylight or rather it's in the darkness. We don't love one another because we don't love yeah. ourselves, you know? Yeah. Until we learn to love ourselves, then we're in a position to love other people, and then we're in a position. You know, it's funny because uh, I know you say you ain't going to get into all this biblical stuff, and I was listening about all these different organizations and all these different sects and all these other things and about the NOI and the Moors and on and on and on and on and on. You know, ain't nobody on the face of this earth no saint. All of them have made mistakes, and they will continue to make mistakes, mistakes as long as they're alive, you know. But um, if you 
don't want for your brother or your sister what you want for yourself, and you're on another planet. And that planet yeah. we see every day in the neighborhood. We see every day in the community. We see it every day on the news. What really got us wrapped up into this thing here is egotism, resentment, don't want somebody else to look better than we are, dress better than we are, talk better than we are. All those things is is a seed for destruction for you loving yourself. And as long as you got all those negative things going on, you can't love nobody else because you're going to transmit that to them. You said earlier that how important it is it becomes a, the nutrients for the roots so the tree can grow big and strong is that the mother is the holder of emotion. She's the bearer of emotion. When she gives birth, she gives birth to male and female, you know. So if you're talking mm-hmm. about black love and loving your wife, loving your girlfriend, loving your mama, or any other woman, you got to be concerned and considerate about what you do and how you say may affect them internally. How, yeah. how they react and how they behave, you know. You know, it, this is going to be an ongoing discussion forever, you know, in a day. It's one of the uh, problems that we have and that we'll continue to have. There's a lot of people that don't want you to tell them Nathan about Nathan. You cannot mm-hmm. tell them what they can do, what they should do, because they just as grown as you is. Mm-hmm. As a revolutionary, we take a different approach. We don't try to convince those that want to remain unconvincible. We leave them alone. If so they're not a harm to our mission, if they're not a harm to our platform and program, if they're not a harm to the black community, we leave them alone. Because you know, you can't beat a horse with a whip and make him drink. You can beat him all day long. If you don't want to drink, he ain't going to drink. I mean, you didn't have prophets and, you know, uh, all kind of people walk the face of this earth to try to talk to people, talk them down mm-hmm. off their high horses, talk them down off their negative thinking. And most mm-hmm. of these have already dead and passed away. And a lot of them got monuments made for them. But mm-hmm. the population is still stuck on stupid, you know? So evidently something didn't stick, you know? It's worse than before, you know? I mean, the Crips love the Crips. The Pyrus love the Pyrus. The young lords love the young lords, you know? Muslims love the Muslims, you know? It's an inside job. You know, it's an inside job. We citizens of the universe. You know, we're supposed to be smarter than this. We got caught up on materialism. We got caught up on who got the most money, who got the most women, who got the most men, you know. And so we, we stuck. And a lot of us don't want to give it up by doing the right thing, like Spike Lee said. You know, we don't want to give all that up just so we can say, hey, brother, how you doing? You know, hey, sister, how you doing? And nothing, and want nothing in return. See? So it's a tough subject you got there, you know? I mean, 
Yeah. Probably should have started off giving everybody some medication first. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, you know, right. because you got to dig, right. you got to dig deep on this one here, man. This is just a yeah. painful, painful subject. People got to take a look at themselves in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, and it ain't easy to do when you're a revolutionary. It's twice as bad because you got to keep mm-hmm. on struggling. You got to keep on marching. You know, you can't stop. Mm-hmm. You got to keep moving. You know, so. You know, grateful and thankful, uh, Brother Chairman, that, you know, you putting these issues out there, you know, so when these people go back and they got their kids in front of them and their mom in front of them and their sister in front of them, they know how to behave properly. You know, the kids yeah. will look up and say, whoa, where'd that come from? Daddy never said anything good to me. Mama said never right. said anything nice to me. You know, is this a new day? You know? But yeah, you know, I'm not I'm no authority on this stuff. You know, you know you know where my hat lies. But uh <laughs> right. I really just wanted wanted to let you know that I was here and um um here with my nurse getting my treatment. So I'm gonna sit back a little bit and listen. Right. Well I appreciate that, brother chairman. Now let me say this, man, because I'm a you know, when we talk about black love and I try to have black love, you know, for the person texting me, you know who you are, man. Really you know, sometimes we can cross the line, sister. You know, keeping my putting my family in your mouth by my mother and my father, that really is across the line. Their marriage, whatever they went through, you really do cross the line. This is what we talk about black love. You don't have a love of self. You don't have a sense of um you know, you don't know when to check yourself. You don't know when to stop, when enough is enough. So I'm gonna get back to the so I just wanted to say that because I know the person's on here listening, man. Really, that's that's bad business. That is just really bad business. If you have a problem with me, let it be with me, man. Keep my mother and father out of your mouth. Um, and, it, and, it, and it's all peace with that. I ain't even, you know, I'm not even going to give no more energy to that. Let's talk about, let's get back to black love. You're listening to People Black Panther Party for Self-Determination, Black Independence Talk Radio. We're talking about black love. Uh, I think this is a good subject. Um, and I know y'all hear my text going off in the background. I'm sorry about that. We got some people that this is really rubbing the wrong way. But I think that this goes for an example of the lack of black love, the lack of, you know what? I think, is it, in fact, let's go here. I think that this might be my father right here, yeah. 216-7913. Chairman Carr. Uh, black Power. This is Brother oh, uh, Miguel Adula Aziz. I have a question because I've been I've been listening to you guys. I've been listening. I've been listening, and you know I just heard the brother say, you know, to someone, you know, that you know don't badmouth your people and all of that. Well, honestly, a friend of mine was seriously attacked by this formation. His past was brought up, something that happened to him 20 years ago, and I'm just trying to understand how can you say don't you know fight amongst ourselves as Black Panthers when I know for a fact that you guys were all over this man. He hasn't done anything to nobody. All he was trying to do was work with the people, help the people. His his auntie was killed as a Black Panther. She was beheaded by the by the FBI when he was young. He witnessed this, so he's always wanted to be part of this movement and excel it. And it really hurts my feelings that, you know, you guys are sitting here talking about black love and black unity, but y'all didn't show this man no love. And that's all I got to say. Uh, yeah, that's right on, and I appreciate that, brother. And I'm gonna keep your your mic open because you oh you dropped off, brother. But that's right on, and I want to say that. But that's what black love is. Black love is about loving the people over an individual. 
you know, and I think that a lot of us on the line probably know who you're referring to, but black love is about loving the people over the individual. You have to love the people. You have to have a sense of obligation and responsibility to the masses of people. We may personally like an individual. There's individuals out there I personally like, but when it comes to the movement, there's some sideways movement in their action on something that can be detrimental to the community. Isn't it a responsibility of these progressive organizations to warn the masses about these people who come into these formations? That's what it is. And it doesn't matter. Like you said, man, my father was a panther, but I don't get a pass. I don't get a pass based on my my father's actions. I can't, you know, I hear the brother's aunt was decapitated by the FBI, and we commemorate and salute any predecessor who was in the revolutionary movement. But that doesn't give that individual a pass. And if the research is thorough, if the warning can be substantiated, if their claims can be proven, then that's what it's all about. So who is the unity to? Is the unity to an individual, to a charismatic figure, or to the masses of oppressed people? And I think and, that and, that's what it. I think that's what it all boils down to. And, 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 and you know what? Up. I I am I am shocked at. I just want to say this. I'm shocked at how many, you know, different conflicting emotions is coming out about this topic. Mm-hmm. It really, yeah. it really, I mean, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? People scared of black love, honestly. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're scared of black yeah. love. You know, so I, I, I'm just, you know, and, and, and I just, I, I am, I'm really shocked at, at how many problems we can come up with. And, you know, in that last caller, that was, that was that, even though, you know, he said what he said, he left, that was negative. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? And, and we in the state of of, of building. You you know what I'm saying? That you know that that's like a a, a point of the finger, and, and 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 you know and obviously you know as a this got to be a collective effort. Black mm-hmm. love, you can't get in the corner and show me black love by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Well, you know, we love that man. We have that Masonic type of thing going on. We're waiting for this one miraculous savior to come down and just to solve all the problems of oppressed people and African people here in America. And that's not realistic. It's not going to happen. So, you know, what the caller was alluding to was the chairman of his formation. You know, the brother just got elected chairman. There were some things that went on that were questionable in his past that people felt like were detrimental to the masses of the black community. And they warned the, the, the mass of the black community and other leadership. It's the bottom line. So every organization at some point in time has to say, okay, these are my obligations and responsibilities. No, we don't like to do it. But we can't have a unity in complexion alone. I think that is a farce, and I think it's bullshit. I think that is bullshit. We have unity to the demise of us as a people, that's what I would tell the brother. That's what. So your unity is to that individual. But like you said, how can you come on? First, I would question you, have you done the research? Have you been around that particular individual long enough to know what that particular individual is about? Are you a new booty to the whole thing? You may be a Johnny come lately. I don't know. I'm not saying this mm-hmm. about you. I'm just saying that is a real possibility. 
So before you get on and criticize and condemn people for the actions they've taken, do the research into the people you're criticizing and condemning and do the research in the people that you're standing by. I have been in those shoes before. I have stood solid by some people. I have backed people, have supported people, have went to war, went to jail for some people, fighting police for people to find out that they were crazy, they were lunatics, and that they didn't mean the black community any good. So then at some point in time, you have to take a stand. And that's what the stand is. And it's not the easiest thing in the world to do because sometimes it, it ostracizes you and makes you a villain. But what you what it does do is love. We have to look at the components that go into making black love. And the components of making black love are not just compassion, not just tolerance, but one of the things that goes into it is loving the self and being true to the self. Being true to the self. We have to be true to ourselves. If not, we can't be true to anyone else, despite who may like it or may not like the way that you're going about doing it. Let's go to the phone lines again, 762-6675. Your Black power, open. my brother. Black power. All, of, all power to oppressed people. This brother Robert calling from behind enemy lines with nephew, man. Yeah. All power to oppressed people, brother Robert. What's good, man? What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to uh, 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 send a message to the brother that 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 threw the rock and and, and hit his hand. You know, you know those are our enemies. You feel me? Those those are the ones that that <clears throat> that, that that shoot us in our back because they are afraid to to, to speak and stand there and and wait for the rebuttal. But I ain't going to waste too much on him. I just wanted him to hear that because I know he probably still listens from somewhere. But um, black love is real, my brother. And I'm going to tell you just a quick little something on, 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 on why, how I ended up getting it. Because I was, I was always bitter growing up from being in foster homes and, and, and uh, 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 just not around my mom. And so I hated people, all people, not just. One people, two people, all people. And I had that seed planted in me from other people. And as I grew, as I grew, and as I grew, and as I learned, and as I learned, and as I failed, and I failed, and I tried, and I tried, you know, I I came to a a realization that this is not who I was born to be. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I fought that to uproot that seed out of me. And I uprooted that seed, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And ever since I uprooted that seed, I've grown. I've grown physically. I've grown mentally. I've grown spiritually. And the fight that I'm willing to fight now is for the people, you know? And and, and a lot of things, you know, was, was forced on our ancestors. You know, they was beaten you know, to, to believe certain things. You know, they was chilled and forced to say and believe in certain things. And then these people want to, you know, have the nerve to say one nation. You know what I'm saying? You know, with liberty and justice for all, you know. And and that's that's never been shown. But yet that's, that's what they want to teach you so you can walk they walk and talk they talk. Versus walking the walk, you were born to walk and talk the talk, you was born to talk. 
So, you know, we get we, we, we get misconstrued and we, we, we get left behind sometimes because that seed that's been planted, you know, we, we don't be willing to uproot it and, and, and love and fight for our people. Some of us like to continue to hate and, and, and rob our people and chill each other over shoes, clothes, mm-hmm. chains, and shit like that. You you feel mm-hmm. me? So so mm-hmm. so from from a person that had that in him and has uprooted that, man, I I I I can't explain and express enough the love that I have for my people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I right never on. thought that I could walk like this. I never thought that I could talk like this because I never I, I I never felt this before, my brother. Feel me? So mm-hmm. it, it 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 can be uprooted. You know what I'm saying? We can win the fight that we fight. It's not an impossible battle. You know what I'm saying? It's just that if right. it, we we just we just got to find a way to get them. We just got to find a way to grab them because it took it, it it you know I didn't just wake up like that one morning. You know it it it, it, it took something to grab me. You know and certain things grab certain people. So you know it's a fight, brother, that I know we can win, man. As long as we fight it properly and as long as we have the tools to fight it with properly. We can win, my brother. That's right. Because, I mean, I, I I know I'm not the only one that has uprooted that hate out of my brain, out of my heart, you know, because it was planted, man, and I got it out of me. And I just I just know we can win this battle, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And if we could, we 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 got to kill those fucking enemies, man. That's shooting us in our back, man. And that's just that that that's that's that hollering, my brother, and all this, and turning around. Taking orders from these crackers and coming back and infiltrating our our, our, our organization. That's Thursday infiltrating our families. Right. You know, that's infiltrating our our kids. You know, that's misleading our kids and shit. These teachers and 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 these these crooked ass of uh, 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 crazy babysitters and, and 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 shit like that, man. That's just that's that's turning one cheek, but here you the other one. Like, hey, yeah, I'm your people. But in reality, they're your fucking enemy. And, and, and it shows that from last Tuesday with somebody talking about, hey, black don't exist. Black is beautiful. Shame on that motherfucker. Right on. Black is beautiful. And this fella here talking about, you know, nobody showed that brother love because, you know, his, his, his what happened to his people. You know, I mean, what 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 what, what kind of love this? What was he looking for? I mean, they embraced him. He became, he became a member from from what he was saying. I mean, yeah, yeah. Did he do his? Did he do his part? Did he did not? Everybody's do his part? not. You know, exactly. So he fit. for him to shoot for him to shoot like that and just run, you know, is an act of cowardice. You know, to me, that's a sign of the enemy. You know what I'm saying? So I condone you, my brother, and I'm with you 100 percent, my brother. And you know, this this might yield to 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 be free. And I look right forward on. to doing I know that's some, right. doing, man. I look forward to doing some work with you, my brother, because I'm I'm for the people and I'm with the people, my brother, and I'm down to do what it right. takes to win this battle, my brother. And we can win it. I like what you said, brother Robert. And I can't wait till you come home, man, because I I definitely can use you on the street. I love those strong soldiers. Like I said, it's not right. always easy to get into people's Black Panther Party, but <clears throat> soldiers I've been communicating with, conversing with, that our chairman uh, Hakeem behind enemy lines has been dealing with and referring me to, man, I always look forward to. But it goes back to what you were saying there, brother. It's easier to hate ourselves. It's easier to blame one another for our downfalls. 
you know, but we will never, we've been taught to accept everything that our oppressor has given us. If our oppressor tells us we're lazy, if our oppressor tells us that we're inclined to a criminal mentality, if our oppressor tells us that we're one way, we will never address that. We will never say, hey, you know what? We're tired of the negative energy uh, images on the media. We're tired of the curriculum that you're pushing in your school systems. We're tired of the false doctrines and theologies that you're pushing in your institutions of worship. But we're turning to black people. We won't even look to ourselves and say, one of the things that got me deeply involved, and those people that know me know I was a menace to my community coming up. And that is one of the things when I did my little bid and my little time and sitting there and, and having the opportunity to reflect and watching how brothers behaved and knew that I was a part of that, I was like, damn, do I act like that? I said that I have to change myself and begin to get out here to contribute to changing the thinking and the actions of the oppressed community, specifically the African community here in, in America. Then part of black love is also accountability, responsibility. That's what men do. I don't go around, man, I have all kind of haters. I got people that will not only, that will go from every extreme to making up stuff about me or to digging in my past and saying some things that may possibly have been how I was at one point in time. But they don't believe in the evolution of the black man. This is what I love about revolution and being a revolutionary. A revolutionary is a type. It is an evolutionary process. So you can leave one state of mind, one state of being, to evolve into a different state of mind and a different state of being. But we have those people that will blame everybody for the decisions and actions that they themselves have made. I don't get it. You know, I don't. That's one of the things that frustrates me about us as a people. But having that black love, I don't give up on my people. I just say, hey, listen, you have the opportunity to make the decision. You don't have the opportunity to decide the consequences. Hear me when I say that. You have the power to make the decision, but the consequences will come as they may. And a lot of times that's what it is. We don't think about the consequences. And so when the consequences come, we want to blame everybody for the consequences except for where the blame lies, and that's ourself. And that's a part of black love. Black love is loving yourself and loving yourself enough to be critical with yourself, looking yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I have this problem that I need to overcome. I'm eating too much. I'm overweight. It's not good for my blood pressure. I do too much salt. I need to cut back on salt. I can't say, well, these niggas selling salt in the store. I drank too much. You know, I need to cut back on the drinking. My behavior is not so bad. I can't say, well, they sell alcohol in the store. When will we take accountability and responsibility <laughs> for ourselves? And once we begin to love ourselves enough to be really critical of self, you know, really try to check those things that are not beneficial for us as individuals, let alone the black community or the community of oppressed people, once we start doing that, then we can start making real practical changes. You know, I you know, listen, I understand the brother came on there. He got love for his comrade. Don't think we don't have a certain love for the comrade. I know the comrade he's talking about. I have a certain love for the comrade that he's talking about. And I also have some personal beefs with the comrade that he's talking about, but that's between me and that comrade. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to get on here and say, and that's, that's what I'm telling the brother. First, you make a statement, you should stay on to be able to reiterate it and to be able to go back and forth with the statement and hear the other side of the statement that you've made. 
hear the response and the rebuttal. This is what real black love is. Black love is a, one of the components of black love is a tolerance. Man, we will tolerate everybody. This system has been oppressing you for damn near 600 years with slavery and segregation and Jim Crow laws and black slave codes or black slave laws or black laws, black codes directed to And we will be the most tolerant, understanding, forgiving, forbearing, embracing people to every oppressive people on the planet Earth. But you let a Negro cross you, let a black man cross you, you. we're ready to take heads. Huh? He step on your shoe. You ready to take his head Step on your shoe, you ready to kill him. You're disrespecting me. But every day you're being disrespected by this system. This is what gets me, but we don't understand this is a part of neocolonialist mentality. This is a part of the supremacist mentality. We think that somebody is so superior that it is attached to our salvation that we look the other way or that we forgive them or that we have um, certain, we make certain allowances for them. And that's the travesty of it. But we will attack one another vehemently, very viciously, for mistakes or perceived mistakes and slights against one another. We have to cut that out. Where's the tolerance? Where's the compassion? Where's the understanding that we're trying to build a nation? But we'll give that to everybody else. But come after one another with guns, fist balls, hard and harsh words. Negro, please. How do we have the audacity to attack anyone? Let's first begin with ourselves and attack the bad character, the bad habits, and the bad actions that reside within us. Let's go to our phone line today. Hey, find out. Queen Nikki, your mic is open. Black power, all power to the people. Black power, all power to the people. Well, uh, uh, I'm Queen Nikki. My guy's Bluetooth. I'm the founder of the Black Panther Party Queens. I'm also the general of the Black Panther Black Guard. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to slow my heart rate down because it kind of went to my head a little bit. Like I can feel my heart beating in my head because I, I've been listening to your last couple of shows and, and they've really been good. And it's like these people coming out the woodwork with all this mess. And you're talking about black love. And I, I, I see what the brothers were saying and yourself. How How can we be talking about black love? And y'all coming out the woodwork with this mess, and then you get on somebody's show, and you talk. It's like that was an oppressive way to me. That's that's like our oppressor. They take you. You go to court. They tell you this is what you charged with. This is what you did, and this is how it's done. But when it's time for you to say your side of the story, it ain't it ain't to be heard. It don't matter. That's why it got off the line. That's that's just not cool at all. We're talking about black love. You know, first, I, but I do want to give respect to the ones that's behind the walls right now and the elders on the line. But we, we got to get off of this mess. We really do. I, I don't see how nobody's in uniform, you know, talking like that to even come off like that because if it's a personal thing, it, people know people's numbers. You need to call them and talk to them because you have a lot of people that be listening to these radio shows, even if it's just to get some knowledge or get some support, mental support. You know, I, my troops, we, we work together. We do. We have to put together wheels. You know, a lot of us are not going to make it past 2018, and we, we look at that. You know what I'm saying? We out there really boots on the ground. We look at that. We look at what can possibly happen this year. Look, y'all, we might not make it through this year. 
Go ahead. You, some of y'all got kids. You know what I'm saying? Get those wheels together. You know, because it's going to be some bloodshed. For something to really happen, it's going to be some bloodshed. And then you got people spending more time worried about what the hell somebody said about somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's fact or fiction, that's not the important part. We're trying to come together with If you can't come together with it, then move out the way. That's what I say, you know, coming in 2018, because I'm not playing with people. Move out the way. That's a, you know, we ain't going to hurt you. We ain't going to do nothing to you. But don't make us clear the room either. You know what I'm saying? And we can still clear the room with black love. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. You, you just can't be like that. You can't be on that mess. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has time for that. And, you know, my father told my father was an original pastor. And like you said, Yanga, some things we just, we can't, you know, we don't have choices on. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we, we have to stand up and represent and, and let our people know that there is another way. You know, and the way to be for it to be done is to be together. That's with the kings with the queens and the queens with the kings. You know, even though I'm over the Black Panther Party queens, it's, we work with the kings as well. We have to do this together, all this game plan and childish stuff. And, oh, and it be, what gets me is the old-ass people getting up. Like, you old as hell. My younger was in their 20. I got one thirty-one. You know what I'm saying? They don't even be on no mess like that. They went through all that stuff in high school. You know what I'm saying? If you have an alt with your brother, you go to your brother. You have an alt with your sister, you go to your sister and you talk about it. You talk to them. You know what I'm saying? I was taught that a, a successful and, and, and real soldier chooses to fight. You're not forced into it. You know what I'm saying? If you're in it for any other reason than that, then don't come to soldiers with some rhetoric. I mean, it's it's just it don't make no sense. I'm just I'm sorry. It had me a little upset because I felt like that should have been done in a different way. And all this attack on black love, because like, cause I I put my life on the line. I know what can happen. I put my life on the line every day for my people because I am my people. You know what I'm saying? And I've been through my share of dirt in my past. You know, but hey. It is what it is. It should be something that's supposed to make you stronger because I don't see too many people that ain't been through something that's in this movement that's not stronger than they've ever been, and they've learned things. Those people that have been out there and went through some things, we learn from them because they're coming to share some information. This is what I went through. This is how it happened. I did this part, but they did this part. They're killing us. They are literally killing us, and somebody sitting back on some petty stuff, Man, come on. Either man up, woman up, or take off the uniforms and stop it because I really feel personally, and I'm not going to stop saying it. I ain't challenging nobody, but it is what it is. Either you you real with it or you not. But you're not going to keep going with the Black Panther Party cat on some rhetoric, on a whole bunch of mess. I'm sorry. Change it. Go ahead and do something different. Because we come, we we get ready to move around a whole whole lot, and ain't nobody playing with y'all. All that stupid stuff, ain't nobody playing with y'all. I'm sorry, I don't mean to just go off on you, y'all. But I, 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 I second that. I second that. It's a new year. It's always right. Yeah. Right on, man. Right. Right. It's a it's a it's a whole new year, you know. And that's what, and I think that that's what scares a lot of people. It's a new year. Revolutionaries are stepping up. We're going in a new direction. Nobody is with that foolishness. I told you, listen, the movement going to make me a million dollars. I'm about to sell it to VH1, Love and Hip Hop in the Black Movement. As much controversy. <laughs> yeah, as, as, yeah. As, 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 I'm going to sell it to VH1. 
Because we yeah. got more drama than a little bit. We not getting anything accomplished. We do this same shit every year of going at one another, the bickering, the the the, the empty rhetoric, the round and round. We do this every year. Twenty eighteen, the real revolutionaries are stepping up and moving forward. We're saying that we're off of that. If you're still rocking some old shit and holding old grudges, man, listen. Allah says in the Quran, and I, you know, I quote the Quran sometimes. He says, "Perish in your rage, die in your anger, be angry with yourself." We're promoting and pushing black love and a real black unity, and that real black unity is based on substance, not based just on skin complexion. Because we know some of you Negroes are really enemies to the people, so we're not basing it on because you're a black man. Or oh, black woman, Haitian, the melon that you possess in your skin. We're looking at your ideology and your philosophy. We're trying to make real changes. You have time to sit here and argue back and forth with me. That lets me know you can't be on your political education, your national, international studies. You would know about your president. You would be frightened. You would be shitting bricks. You would be shaking in your damn boots and not out of fear for losing your life or anything like that, but fear of the direction that the black man and the black woman is going to in the upcoming um, years and centuries. It's getting blatant. Laws are being passed directly to you. Laws, they're, they're practicing divide and conquer. They're separate. He's targeting the Muslims and the Hispanic community. He told the police at a police speech that you're too easy on criminals. This is what your president hmm. told He told wow. you're too light on criminals. And he, 1,100 he people in 2017. Okay. That's 1,100 plus. See what I'm saying? And he Germany said killed 10. You, you feel me? He's saying you ain't killed enough niggas, police officers. Hmm. It's an endorsement for more police brutality. He's cutting... The, the, the Affordable Housing Act, Medicare, he is targeting the lumping proletarian, those people that are relying and dependent on government aid. He's targeting that. And you worried about what a nigga talking about you about? Nigga, talk about me. Because if that's all you're doing is talking, that doesn't affect my life directly. Like these people that are enacting laws, targeting me as a melanated person as a black person here in America. And we're still back and forth with the empty rhetoric. Not only just the sensationalism against the system, pure white, not saying shit, but then going back and forth with one another. We haven't learned anything from our predecessors. We see how COINTELPRO divided the progressive organization with poison pen letters, with antagonization, with of the whole divide and conquer tactics that they used. And we're falling into the same shit. That's what gets mm-hmm. me when we'll sit here and all about with the reemergence of the original, just like in this time and that time, Huey P, Bobby Seals, Tula Shakur. We'll quote all of these names and quote these people and beat our chest and try to emulate these people, but haven't learned the lesson. We haven't studied the tactics of COINTELPRO then and see the similarities and the same tactics being enacted today. 
falling into them. This is how I know political education is not being done. When I see these people mm-hmm. coming at me like that, I say, you can't be studying your political education because you're caught up in your emotions and you're bent on destroying me. For what? You're bent on destroying other black organizations and black people. For what? Not because they're a detriment to the community, but because your punk ass don't like them. Because you don't like them. You need to get out of your God complex. As if the universe revolved around you. So what? You don't like them. There's a lot of people, personally, I wouldn't sit and, at the end of the day, go to a movie with or have dinner with. But their policy, their ideology, their philosophy is for the advancement of African people, so therefore I will work collectively with them. I am not bigger than the struggle. I am one component, one aspect of a collective, and that's what we don't get. We talk about this, what I talk about this, neo-colonialist mentality that we have. We begin to emulate our oppressor, this white man, on a supremacist level, thinking that our way of doing things is the supreme way. Come on. Well, 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 um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it shocks me because, you know, you know, you have a lot of people here who, you know, they claim to have ties to the party. You know what I'm saying? They'll hit you with all kind of shit like, well, I'm an official card-holding member and this, that, the third. We'll sit down, we'll build, we'll rap. I'll be like, hey, you know what I mean? Soon, like, you know what I'm saying? You know it ain't no problem. You can do this, you can do that. You can make a connection. And, and, and you know they always stray away. But I can get 11, 12 game bangers on two bumps in one cut and have their undivided attention. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's always the one that they know. You see what I'm saying? But the ones who, who, who claim to be in tune, it's in their heart, it's their passion, they stay away. They stay away from it. First of all, I don't play anyway. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I don't play anyway. The ones who, who you, the ones who, who they think, oh, they too far gone, or they out their mind. But get to talking about their people and and. and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? You can talk about their people and things of that nature. They're going to tear it down. You know what I'm saying? But you talk to these young cats who you shun, they all for it. They never heard it before. It yeah. sounds like the right yeah. thing. They they feel it, yeah. too. It sounds right. They feel it. I go through that. That's how I feel. That's how they treat me. You know what I'm saying? But the ones that we expect to know better, and sometimes to be in senior positions, they don't behave that way. They don't behave that way. We're having some kind of lack of communication on the two planes. Man, now why because, there's, because there's no way. Exactly. What happens, nephew, is they become disillusioned by their so-called knowledge. We get disillusioned by so-called knowledge. You get somebody that studies some history, some comedic history, some Hebrew history, some Moorish history, or some of the history, and we, like I said, we suffer from that neo-colonialist mentality, that white supremacist mentality, we feel like that that makes us superior. The acquiring, the accusation, the uh, accusation, the getting of knowledge is only to empower and better the community. If you're not getting mm-hmm. knowledge to empower your people, you ain't getting shit. You ain't doing shit. Yeah. But yeah, back in the day, whatever you learned while you was out had to be reported. 
You know, I'm talking about way back when we was in villages. Whatever you learned while you was out there, you know what I'm saying? You got to bring it back to the people. It's, it's now, now it's a, that's collective knowledge. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put it where it's supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? Because if the ants ever stop doing their job, you'll never see another ant hill. They'll never rise. Exactly. And they don't complain about the job they have. One of my prayers I make daily is, Lord, give me beneficial knowledge. Not all knowledge is beneficial right, knowledge. Right. Some niggas know just to say that they know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to say that they have some information or they know something. And it is not beneficial anywhere in the real life day-to-day struggle of oppressed African people here in America. You can't use that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I would love to know how to build a pyramid. I would love to know how to do that. But right now, until I get the resources, know how to get the resources, know how to empower ourselves, know how to be an independent people, that knowledge is not the most important knowledge to me. Once I gather those resources and stuff, maybe I can pass that knowledge to my children. They can take the resources that we gathered to build pyramids. There's some procedures for things. But we don't understand the steps and procedures. We don't understand the concept of revolution. That revolution is a protracted struggle. It is a generation struggle. And there again, it all ties into our subject of black love. What is black love? Black love is a component of unity, black unity. But what is that unity based on? 2018, I've been re- they've reached out to me, Chairman Minister Hashi Mazinga from the um, New Black Panther Party reached out to me. He wants to do a unification thing. I have a lot of leaders reaching out to me. And my, he wants me on their radio program. But one of my responses wow. was, call me because we need to discuss what this unification is built on. I don't just jump and ride in anybody's car because you right. say you say you're going in my direction. And I know Hashim, Dr. Zulu Shabazz, has reached out to me. Can call him right now. 2018, he's calling for unity. What is this unity built upon? We have to have an understanding of what the, what our unification is built on. See, I'm not getting on unifying with people because they're charismatic or they're dynamic leaders, or because they got a million Facebook followers or a thousand likes on a picture. That doesn't mean anything to me. And those that know me know it doesn't mean anything. Those that think they know me and got grudges against me may say that, but those that truly know Yanga know that doesn't mean anything. So it's about the unification based on something substantial for black people here in America, real black love. Real black love. And black love doesn't mean we're always going to agree on everything. To agree on everything. I don't want a bunch of yes men. My central committee is not made up of yes men. Despite what my haters may say about my central. Get your central together. Quit worrying about mine. Yeah. Get you some. Get you some. You know what I'm saying? But my central is made up of individual, of people who have their individual personality, their understanding of revolution, and we come together as a collective. And once we do this, our problem with as a people, we want, we think that everyone should think like we think, especially for those of us, and this is an indictment, for those of us that call ourselves chairmen, generals, prime ministers, whatever. Let us not emulate the totalitarian dictator type of shift 
government, capitalist imperialist government that has oppressed us nationally and oppresses the world and taps the resources of the world globally and internationally. African people have been a communal people. Like I said before, love has been our fuel, what has motivated us, what has inspired us, what has helped us to continue to be able to go on and persevere through the hardships and the difficulties, the atrocities, the anguish and agony and pain that we face. It has only been love that has carried us through. It has only been love that has carried us through. And this is what we have to get back to. What are you saying, Sammy, uh, Hakeem? I agree, man. I agree. I agree. I agree totally. You know what I'm saying? You can find it on every inch of the earth. You know what I'm saying? It lies at the core of of of, of everything, every purpose, except this white supremacist. Hate lies at the end of that shit. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? But every every other everything, every other thing that means anything, that has a purpose, is for the love of in the name of you know what I mean? Absolutely. Of that and it's no surprise. It's no surprise that those organizations are, especially white supremacist organizations, are fueled by hate and motivated by hate because they are the complete and total opposite of what we are. If we're fueled by love, then naturally that devil is going to be motivated and inspired by hatred. Right. And, and see, fear. and see, those a lot of them, you know. A lot of the, a lot of the KKK members, they just turned their hoods in for badges. So we just gotta realize what we dealing with, who we dealing with. We gotta know their limits, know our limits. What are we willing to do? What won't we do? You know what I'm saying? And you know, at this at at this point where we are in, uh, let's just call it a, a battle, for lack of better terms, for me. At this point. We are in a state where they're free-picking our children. They're not giving us no good reason. They're just throwing some shit together. Oh, he was buying a cigar, trying to steal. We had to shoot him. That, don't, that, don't, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't, one doesn't constitute the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this yeah. is where we are at this point. They're just doing what they want to do and worrying about the rest later. Right. If, you see what I'm saying? they're worried about the rest. Right. If they worry right, about exactly. the rest, because they, they know the community is not going to stand up and say, hey, don't come back around here. You see what I'm saying? Because, yeah. see, you know, yeah. you, you, you know it's going to start small, but when I come home, that's what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? What we state claim to, I don't want to see no police. I don't trust the police. And that's, no, and, and that's no offense to the officers. I know some good officers. I went to high school with a girl who's going through an academy right now. I hope she makes it. But guess what? I don't want to see her with that uniform on. I don't want to see it mm-hmm. with no badge, not around, not around while we doing what we doing, and you got to be who you sworn to be. I don't want to see you then, That's right. not at all, because their presence, their presence is bringing these same things, and not just that. These police, they raping people. You know what I'm saying? It's coming out. Yep. I'm reading the Bay View. It's coming out. These officers, they raping young girls of color, and they yep. scared. Why wouldn't they be scared? The men, they men are scared of the police. Why wouldn't the women be yep. afraid? Why wouldn't they yep. be afraid to open their mouth when you when you get off your school bus? You got police posted up on you, talking about they keeping things safe. That's bullshit. Okay, 
Absolutely. We planting them. We, we, we planting them in a position to keep us down. I'm sick of seeing them. The police come in here too much. I get to raising hell. I get to losing my mind. I'm sick of seeing them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to pass that. You know, I'm not trying to pass that on because if you don't have that passion, then like like the queen said, get rolled over, get on out the way. You see what I'm saying? It, you know, I'm not trying to instill nothing in you if you don't already have it. Well, you you you're not standing where you should be. Take the uniform yeah. off. That's what she said. I second that. Take it off. If you don't yeah. feel like that, if you don't feel yeah. like we got a place at the extreme, we playing in. I'm not saying going out and doing these horrible things that these people is doing, but I am talking about being defensive. I am. I do mean yeah. protecting yourself, protecting uh, uh, the upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Protecting the future. Mm-hmm. I believe in that 100%. And if, you know, and if those ugly things that they like to say, you know what I'm saying, that they like to talk about, they ugly, if them things happen, you know what I'm saying, in the name of, for the love of, well, you know, that's what it is because that's the game we're in. Okay. And it's, listen, it is human nature to defend yourself. The first law of nature self-preservation is to defend yourself. So every human being has the right to defend themselves. They have the right to ensure their continuity. Now, is that the word I'm looking for? Their continuation. That's what I'm trying to say. Every human being has that right. What I'm saying, though, as African people in America, we must be involved with everything that affects us, with everything that affects us. I know a lot of us don't like to get involved in the political process and all politics. You talk about the politics, but you're affected by the politics. You're mm-hmm. affected by the politics. So it's about going to citizens review boards. It's about going to the uh, internal affairs office, reporting these police officers, getting their names. Every a fight, it, you know, that's a part of the fight. See, we think that as, as in the movement as revolutionaries, we fight one way. I don't do politics, I don't do this. A fight consists of combos. That's like getting in a fight and all you do is kick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. kick. I'm going to fight one. I'm just going to kick shit. A fight got all, you got combos. You hit a nigga with a bow. You, yeah. you hit him in his eyes, yeah. left, right. Hit him with the knee. A real fight, is, a real real fight is for your life. Exactly. So we got to fight everything. So you have to go to Citizens Review Board. You have to go to community meetings. You have to know how much money is allocated in your community for rec centers that they're redirecting into police stations. But they know that you don't participate. So this million dollars that was there to build a boys and girls club for the young men and young ladies in the neighborhood, they they put, you got these law and order politicians, these so-called conservatives come and say they don't need a boys and girls club, they need a police precinct. And then you got these Negroes who are getting checked by that, will agree with them because that's how they get a paycheck. And our dumb asses will be all about, I don't give a fuck, I don't do politics. Mm-hmm. No, you mm-hmm. want to know this Negro that they say is representing your community, your councilman, your wardman, that's getting paid by the government to sell you out. Why you sitting here talking about you don't do politics, then when they kill a black man, a black woman, you all you want to do is get a, 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 a card a post on Facebook. And mark, a post, post card, on yeah, Facebook. And march up and in down a t-shirt, maybe. Yeah, a t-shirt, maybe. Reactionary. Not proactive. 
reactionary, not proactive. And that has been the problem with African people of race, taking on that neocolonialist mentality, even with our health. We don't want to eat right until we damn dying. High blood pressure, overweight, diabetes. Then we're going to go, I better eat right. So we don't address by us not looking at our community malnutrition. We don't know how many of us know that our children suffer from malnutrition in our communities. But we don't mm. go to these grocery stores that they're calling food deserts and say, this bullshit you selling is not real food. But you go in their communities, they got whole foods. Well, it's got Whole foods, which is Fresh shit we can't afford. Cheeseburgers are $2 and afford. salads are 8 Salads are 8 exactly. We can't afford that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Because we have this apathy for anything outside of our individual needs and desires. We want to address everything that affects us individually. Come together into some travesty here. We don't get together when somebody else's son gets shot or daughter is uh, maimed, molested, brutalized by the police. We won't come. We'll watch the news and say that's a damn shame until we get the phone call. And my mouth is close mm. to my ears. Mm. I really mm. got active mm. in police brutality when I got the phone call that you got shot by the police three times. They shit hit home. Right. How many right. times that I've been watching the news, seeing young men, Shot by the police, like, damn, they shooting us again. But when you get that call, when my sister called me and said, your nephew's been shot three times, we don't know if he's going to walk. We don't know if he's going to survive. Shit, that's a whole different mm-hmm. feel. So this I'm trying to take to the community and say, listen, don't be like me. Don't wait till it hits home. But that's a, that's a sickness that has affected our community. We're disassociated. We're disattached to the pain and anguish that affects all of us as a people because there's no black love. There's we no desensitize. Black love of self. Huh? We desensitize. So you're like a sucker. You love your woman. You're a sucker. You're a sucker. Yeah. You hear me? You're a sucker. You go yeah. home to your woman at night, you can chump. You're supposed to be yeah. in the club, my nigga. That's what it is. Yeah. No real black love. Right. You're supposed to be in the club throwing, putting dollars in another woman's vagina when you got your woman at home. Waiting on you. No mm-hmm. real black love. No real way to defy black love. So we have to first say this thing that we're calling love. We have to hold that up to some real African standards, some black standards, and see if this is beneficial and edifying to the black community and say, hey, you know what? What we're defying as love is not good for us as a people. Let's redefine it. At the black, at the people's mm-hmm. black have the party for self determination. In our manual, we have the three D's: defy, develop, and defend. defend. We have to defy what's in the best interest of African people. The three D's: find what is in the best interest of African people, then develop that concept. And once that concept is developed, then we must defend that concept. So we have to define black love. And once black love is defined, then we have to develop it. And this is not an overnight process. This is not an overnight process. It takes work. We're going to stumble. We may not even achieve it in our lifetime. But I pray that my sons begin to work on it. And if they don't achieve it, pass it to their children so that 
eventually it's developed. And once it's developed and it is conceptualized and it's manifested into a real tangible thing, then they will defend it. They will begin to say, no, this is not black love. This is black hate. No, this is not black love. This is black destruction. Right now, we can't tell the difference. And the way that I know that we can't tell the difference is from the call on the line earlier, the text I'm receiving, nothing but black hatred on a show about black love. That's how sick we've become. Well, black, black, black fellowship, black, black, black fellowship is scary. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. Because it takes work. Can I share something? Yes, please, Queen Nikki. I didn't know if my mic was still on. Listen, you know, I remember, well, you might have seen it live when we went live. But I remember when we went out there and we, they was doing that little protest thing about their signs, the uh, statues and stuff. So I went out there, you know, I took the soldiers and comrades out there with me. I was the only female. I had I had my vest on, you know, my bulletproof vest. We seen you with that big old bulletproof vest. <laughs> I was out there boots on the ground because black love took me out there. It's not just being a cub. It's the fact that I was watching them kill our kings. I'm like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. But when we got mm-hmm. out there, the thing was, it was like 20 police wrote it. It was like a movie. Everything went in slow motion. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I already trained them for this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Ours is plan, prepare, and perform. You know what I'm saying? You got to have the right energy. And that love, is that's a powerful energy. Why am I doing this? I'm doing this for the youth. I don't want to see my daughter walking around, these daughters walking around with saggy ass pants, and I don't want to see these young men walking around with dresses on. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things are going to change once we're gone. We got to get hard on this and do something to be some kind of example. I don't have young people come to us and tell us, why ain't y'all doing so? What should we do? You know, I got a lot of young ones. It's about the youth, and you got these older people tripping. I was out there when I was out there out of – them men standing out there, uh, majority of them police was on me. They was grabbing me. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, our kings need to step up. You know, I, I got a lot of females that's ready to go out there with you. You know what I'm saying? Then you got some females that need to stay close and tend to the youth and make sure they're okay. But at the same time, you got some warrior females that's willing to, that's black love to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I risked my life. I wrestled with the one officer because he was trying to put my arm behind my back. It don't work like that. My arm is hurt. I hurt my yeah. arm. So I'm going back and forth with him. I need you to put out your handcuffs. You need to put them handcuffs on in the front because I'm not putting it in the back. You're not putting okay. me in a bound up way. Our slavery is over. You got to be able to stand up. The Black Panthers didn't rough them. Stop being scary. But these old scary ass people, you know what I'm saying? Scary people get on people's show and talk shit. Scary people that ain't doing nothing else but keeping confused and going, they ain't going to get out there boots on the ground. They ain't going to do none of that. You got to get out there and go face-to-face with these people in situations. Choose your fight. battles wisely. I do advise that. Choose your battles wisely. But don't be afraid. The Panthers weren't afraid. They went through hell for us. I mean, and a lot of them are still here. What are we going to do? You know, pick up, go by that 10-point platform. We do. You know what I'm saying? That was a, that's a foundation. If you're going to do a Panther way, that's a foundation. You got the foundation. You know, you go out there with what we want, what we believe. You know what I'm saying? Don't get out there and change your beliefs all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? You got too many reactionary niggas. Come on now. 
Come on. We need our brothers. We need our brothers. Our brothers need their sisters. Especially if they're on point, we ain't got no time for emotions on the battlefield. We are in the middle of a war, a war that we've been prisoners for a long time. But now they're letting us know, okay, now it's time to move. We don't even know what their plan is, but we know they're killing us. I mean, everybody forgets about they lynched somebody in 2016, a father and son in Ohio. They hung them from a tree. 2016? Are y'all serious? Man, cool. we got two much work to do, and we need to do it together. We got to, we headed for the same direction. We just got to do it together. We're stronger together. We are most definitely stronger. You got eyes looking in every direction because we targeted. We are targeted. And I, hey, I yield the mic. Man, right on. And that's right, that's right on. I and love that. We are. We are targeted. And, and you I know, appreciate that. And you know, um, they always say. You know, oh, that's dead, and this, that, the third. But you know, in Piedmont Park, 2016, June, they lynched a the man too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and they said yeah. that uh, they said, oh, it was a suicide. But you know, uh, uh, you know what Piedmont Park is, and what they say was, oh, the KKK was out here handing out flyers. Is that a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Is, that a, is, is that a coincidence? We, that's war. Man, we know how, right. We know how it goes down. Like you said, that's easy for the reactionary and the scary people to say. It's easier to uh, for us to, which is show when we're talking about black love, it's easier for us to attack one another than to stand up to the real oppressor, stand up to the system that promotes and encourages not just hatred but exploitation and oppression of a people. You know, it's easier for us to turn on one another because we've been conditioned to do that. Black love mm-hmm. is we have to be. And we're scared to fight them. You know, we're so willing yes. to fight each other. We're scared to fight them. See, because I hate the fact no that I, uh, another brother will shoot another brother for some shoes or a chain, but he won't it's shoot them damn crackers with them badges right. on. See, they won't they'll, they'll call a brother, brother. For, for some for some work and, and ambush him when he gets there to rob him and kill him for his work. But they won't call these crackers over here on a false 911 call and ambush them motherfuckers. See, they're scared to kill them crackers with them badges, but we quick to kill each other, and that shit burns me to a crisp, my brother. That shit burns me, man. Right on. Absolutely. That's a part of that, brother. That's a part of Thursday that. Thursday Uncut. And, and, and one of the Thursday Uncut. And in 2018, you know, one of the things that we have to do is we have to step up. We have to let these niggas know there's repercussions, ramifications for what you're doing to the black community. Point blank. We got to police our own community. You know, we had to have these niggas preferring for you to call the police than to call Brother Yanga, Brother Robert, Chairman Hakeem, Queen Nikki. Now, they like, call the police. You can call who? The Panther shit. Call the police. <laughs> we had to have niggas turning themselves in. You know what I'm saying? These niggas mm-hmm. turning themselves in. You know, but we have to stand up, be accountable, be responsible, have some real black love, and be willing to sacrifice that. Like you said, we'll sacrifice our life for the gang, for the dope, for a broader, mm-hmm. for a brother, everything before our people. We will get online. We will argue with niggas, cuss the niggas, threaten one another. We'll do everything that may cause us our life. He said, stand up and do the right thing. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm coming down into my last three minutes, man. These hours went quick. I want to thank everybody for chiming in. You know, my brothers, my chairman behind enemy lines, Chairman Trinell chimed in, Queen Nikki chimed in, everybody who listened in. Um, man, we nice little nice little callers to see that we're growing. So I appreciate everyone. 
check us out Tuesday, Political Education. It won't be as raw. You know, Thursday's our raw day, but get that political education. You're not going anywhere if you don't know Thursday where you're going. Political education is telling us where we're going to go, how we're going to get there, some of the methods and means that we can use to achieve said thing. And ending my thing before I, I get up out of here, man, let us say, man, let's stop the hate. Let's stop the hate. Let's work on black love, and that starts working on yourself, and it's as simple as this. When you feel yourself feeling some kind of way against black people, and it's not founded, it's based on some selfish, personal issues that's going to – I'm not saying we're not going to argue. I'm not saying we're going to not be going to disagree. But when you begin to hate, check that. Check that. And start trying to practice some self-love. I'm your brother, national chairman, Yang and Kruma, People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination. I leave you as I greet you. All powers to oppressed people. African power to African people. Black power, my brother. Black power. Black power, yeah. Black power, queen. Black power. One time. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things as son did. Pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151. One sip will make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. Who I'm gon' body this hood politics, acknowledging. Leave bodies chopped up in garbage. Seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us, roll up and try knocking us. One Money I duck, could it be my time is up with my love I got up, the cops shot again Bus stop glass burst, a fiend drops a Heineken Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in Blacking out, I shoot back, fuck getting hit This is my hood, I'm a rat To the death of it, to everybody come on Little niggas is grown, hood rats Don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon Sent from the stars, sun and the moon And it's like a police chase, the street sweepers and coppers Sick up kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors If you really think you're ready to die